0: Good morning everybody and welcome, you're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 depending on where you are in this amazing country that we call Australia, right across the continent Mon, Uh with positively different radio.
1: I love that positively different radio and I have some positive news. You do? I have some positive news as well, My
0: my news is usually kind of heavy but it's positive today.
1: Well ask me what I'm grateful for And I will tell you my personal positive news What are you grateful for? Remember how I moved up from Melbourne About a month and a half ago And I've been searching for a house ever since?
0: How could I forget? I see you every day filling out <laughs> mountains and mountains of applications.
1: I'm a professional form filler-innerer, but as of yesterday... Around. Is that a word? It is now, <laughs> adding <laughs> to my dictionary of monoconese. Okay. But as of yesterday, one of my applications was accepted and I now have a home. Oh, you guys got somewhere to
0: live. You are no longer a homeless bum. Yeah,
1: I'm no longer going to be couch surfing on your, on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you grateful for this morning, Lyle? Fog. Fog? Fog. Do you know what? I'm not surprised. That stuff is beautiful. Yes. How can like bits of, tiny bits of water in the air be so beautiful? Water is is
0: beautiful in any context.
1: Unless it's a tsunami. Okay. Got you there. (laughs) Where did that come from? How
0: did you even think of that?
1: Blanket statements are so easy to prove wrong.
0: (laughs) Okay. But, but with a tsunami, mm-hmm. if it's crashing against a cliff face,
1: yeah, it's pretty nice. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But it's enough. not going to do
0: any damage. <laughs> it's a cliff face. It's not going to do any damage. I would. I would actually love to see that.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah,
0: just see that water just swelling up and up and up and up and up beyond uh, being ridiculously high.
1: And the fog this morning was very beautiful, but you, dear listener, might not be seeing the fog we saw this morning because you are. Yeah, even
0: to if the- even if you're in the uh, Hunter region, if you're listening to this show, because yeah. this one is the, the delayed, delayed
1: broadcast. broadcast. Even if you drove down the same street, you might not see it what can they do to get the live show? I'm not a prophet. Show. I don't
0: know what's happening on this day.
1: <laughs> well, okay,
0: so if you want to hear the live show, which is so much better than the delayed show, then listen to us at faithfm.com.au or via the TuneIn app, uh, which you can download to any device that you want to download it to. And these are, by the way, the most efficient ways of listening to the show because you never run into a poor signal either.
1: And you can listen to them anywhere on the planet. You can just uh, search for Faith FM Australia in the TuneIn app or just press play on our live stream on Facebook faithfm.com.au. It's totally free to listen and it's so much better because you can join in our show. You can ask the question of the day, you can answer the quiz and get the prize, you can get the freebie giveaway at the end. It's such a such a better experience for you as a listener if you just switch over to our live show and you can hang out with us in real time.
0: Absolutely and of course we have listeners from all across the world who are mm. participating in the live show. Well,
1: we're going to have a song break. This is Stones of Eden, Whisper Gently. We saw these guys live on the weekend didn't we instead? We did indeed.
0: Eden, to get mm-hmm. that right. Whisper Gently here on Faith FM, and Monica, mm-hmm. what have we got for a quiz today?
1: Ooh, so a
0: quiz today.
1: This is a Who Am I quiz. I know okay.
0: exactly who you are. You are Monica.
1: Yes, oh, thanks, I got it right. But no prizes it, for uh, that. What? Come on. <laughs> You're wishing. You wish, Jellyfish. Okay, you ready? Who am I? The first clue is, I was told not to let Joab's grey head go down to the ground in peace.
0: Mm, This guy was a very intelligent person. Oh, you
1: know who it is? Yes. Yes. You're quite intelligent yourself, aren't you? Okay, today's prize. Oh, let me do it. Let me do a, a pick one, Lyle. So I've got three prizes in front of me. Which one do you reckon we should do? Ooh, for the we've prize? got the
0: invitation, story of hope, stories of hope, Melissa Otto album. We haven't done Melissa Otto for a okay, while.
1: Okay, okay. Pick one, anyone. Melissa Otto album is your prize today. If you know the answer to our quiz, we will send you an album. It's called Blue Sky. It's very beautiful. I actually saw her perform live just the other day. Uh, very lovely. Peaceful album. If you know the answer, 1 800 Faith FM, it's 1 800 324 843. Or you can text the answer to 0491 064 669 or even message us on our Facebook if that's easier for you. Faith FM Australia is our handle. And we will send you the Melissa Otto Sky Blue Sky album if you can get it right. Who was told not to let Job's grey head go down to the ground in peace? We will give you another clue after the next song break. But before we go there.
0: Yes, we are we are positively different radio here, so we're going to have a positively different story this morning. And I have a positive story.
1: You have a positive story? Yeah, well, it's kind of positive story. Oh go on then.
0: Okay, so the Federal Education Minister Simon Birmingham is proposing that we follow France's model here in Australia. And ban mobile phones from schools.
1: Oh, absolutely. How, do you I know think what? that's a
0: very positive move. I'm
1: surprised they haven't already done that. Isn't there at least one school that's done that so far?
0: Okay, it's, it's received almost universal um, heat, I guess you would say. Um, really? An objection from what?
1: teachers and students. Objection? Oh, no, da. No, the students yeah, don't course. want that happening. I mean, hey, who he doesn't could, want to
0: sit in the back of the classroom and watch YouTube?
1: How, how, how come the teachers are objecting? I thought the uh, teachers would be all for it. I am very,
0: very surprised that there are teachers that are objecting to this, uh, particularly you know, considering the problems that we have with obesity and children who no longer know how to play. Children who are actually mm-hmm. gl- growing up, having never learnt how to play, and so therefore their brains are not actually developing normally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but teachers are saying, no, we live in a connected world, and we need to teach our students how to be connected. And if they don't get education in relationship to being connected to uh, to the world, then um, their education is not up to standard of what it needs to be in our world today
1: what but you know someone like me who, who grew up without um, you know I had a I'm a zennial, mm-hmm. so I had an analog uh, primary school education and then a digital high school education but it wasn't until after that when I was in my 20s that smartphones hit the market yeah and I don't feel like I've missed out on anything the issue here is
0: smartphones is not phones
1: yeah, yeah. And I don't I, I feel like if the kids are in their classrooms without phones and they have plenty of time outside of school to get that stuff. Oh, what education. I don't understand
0: is how do they how do they think that kids are not going to learn how to use devices if they're not oh. taught how to use them at school? Yeah. I mean I see two year olds that are better on their devices mm-hmm. than what I am. I'm an ex gen and so, you know, I'm a bit of a dinosaur with these things.
1: I know I know so many babies, their parents have told me, oh, our baby knew how to turn on the iPad before it could speak its first word. Yeah. I st- I've heard that story so many times.
0: Yeah. So, what? I mean, seriously, kids are going to miss out. Kids are missing out on being kids. That's the problem. Uh-huh. You know, they're spending, uh, you know, nine, ten uh, or more hours per day connected online in the online environment and... Um, and and as a result, that they, they no longer had it, know how to be kids. They're not playing. They're not exercising. Um, obesity is taking over. Social um, ineptness. Social ineptness. They the only way that they know how to socialize is via messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, they, you know, uh, the, the new smoking, which is sitting, mm-hmm. um, is, oh. is just being exacerbated because all kids ever do is sit, sit
1: on, their devices.
0: on their devices, and so it's a major public health issue that France is addressing and banning mobile phones universally from schools across the country as of September this year, and our federal education minister, Simon Birmingham, is considering doing the same thing, and I totally support him.
1: I absolutely support him. I'm even a little bit surprised he has Hasn't already done it.
0: Yeah, we had a we had a rule when our children were young that they could not be inside the house if it well if the sun was shining if it wasn't raining, only could be inside if it was raining, and then of course screens were only allowed in the living room, and it was one of the best rules ever, and the best toy that we ever gave our kids was a big pile of dirt that we had dumped in the backyard <laughs> and said, go nuts, build
1: rooms, yes. play with cars, you
0: know. I mean, we had boys, so.
1: Uh-huh. Well, no, it worked for me sad. as well. I remember actually when it was raining, my parents would strip my brother off down to our undies, chuck us out in the front yard, which at that point was just a big pile of dirt and it turned to mud when it was raining. <laughs> that sounds like played, that fun. <laughs> we played in the mud all day long and then right before dinner, we'd be back inside, hot shower, pyjamas, hot dinner, straight to bed. We Loved it. That's the (laughs) best. See, that's what being
0: a kid is. Uh And our children today, uh, and really what it comes down to is a lack of parenting. Parents are just Mm -hmm. too lazy to be parents. And so rather than being a parent, they just hand their kids a screen.
1: And I hate to think of all the diseases this can bring on as well, because playing in the dirt and playing outside really boosts a child's immune system. If all your child knows is a couch and a device, yes.
0: Heart disease, diabetes, and cancer right there, You Mm a couch and a device is what is is going to bring those. Um, And, of course, lack of immunity.
1: Absolutely. Well, let me tell you a good story as well. That about a, a girl, a young girl, kid who isn't been messed up. I think hopefully. So this young lady is uh, in eighth grade, and uh, and she is an honor roll student. So she's pretty clever cookie, and uh, and she actually tutors younger children. And she began to notice that a lot of the children she tutored didn't have clean clothes to wear. Um, so what country is she in? This is in this is in the states. Um, in really? I- Illinois, yeah. In um. In a developed country, uh-huh. the United yeah. States. This they don't have clean clothes. Yeah, this was What's in with a that? I mean they had clothes but they couldn't afford to clean them. So this was in a lower socio economic area of the city where she was tutoring. Mm-hmm. And so she was heartbroken just by the fact that some families just couldn't afford to do laundry. Like you know, I mean, a lot of people can't don't have their own washer or dryer. Um, but some people just just couldn't afford, you know, laundry detergent. They can't afford to go to the laundromat and then, you know and put their coins in. And um, and so she started raising money all spring break. She raised money together, got together a thousand dollars, and then had a laundry day. Like made an entire event about it. Invited the entire community out to the laundromat and paid for everyone to have their laundry done.
0: Amazing. This is by
1: a thirteen year old girl.
0: Amazing. That's sensational, yeah. isn't it? I know there was more more people what was her name?
1: Her name is Janeira Griffin. <laughs>
0: You know, if only there was more people around like Janira Griffin. Yeah. What a better place our world would be, just bringing happiness to the world and doing something positive for the community.
1: Yeah, and I bet she didn't spend all that much time on her device, raising money or spring break. Spring break.
0: No, I don't think she would have done it. <coughs> I think she would have done a. a and, and, of course, you know, doing that laundry day, that would have involved mm. quite a bit of work. I guess you Absolutely. had volunteers that came in to help wash the clothes. Oh, for and, sure.
1: Can you imagine a whole is this some, community? Is this a
0: regular thing that she's going to do once a week? or Well, it, not once a week,
1: work? but she is, um, she is raising. Money again so that when um, people go back to school, kids go back to school in August, she wants to have another free laundry day right before um, back to school starts in so August. So, when you
0: talk about free laundry days, does she just hire out a laundromat for the day, give them a $1,000 and say, hey, we're going to commandeer it for the day?
1: What she did was she got all her, she got her $1,000 together, got them into coins, and then at the laundromat, you know, people can come with their stuff. She had pre purchased detergent. She put detergent in all the machines. People can put their clothes in the machine and then she would put the coins in because the coin operated laundry mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she would like put the cycles on. For them, so yeah, yeah. And can you imagine how like, homeless felt?
0: Yeah, it sounds a little bit like um, these mobile laundries that get around the city and do washing for homeless people.
1: I've never heard of this. yeah laundry on the back of a trailer! Oh, that's amazing. They yeah, just
0: rock up and they can throw all their clothes in there and and uh, can have uh, all their their laundry and their washing done and dried and clean and uh, ready to get ready to go for the next day.
1: That's amazing. Guess what? What? Some other like little, little tidbits of good news. So mm-hmm. the Commonwealth Games are starting today. Yes. Oh, by the way. Did you know the Royals are in town as well? Yes. Yeah, they're in town for the Commonwealth Games. I wanted to but ask you. Know, you know people
0: are people all are upset because Camilla was looking at her mobile phone and looking at the program <laughs> during the announcement?
1: I mean, seriously? <laughs> Maybe she needs to have her phone bad. <laughs> the things that people
0: get upset over. We have, to look at, we have to look at the Royals that closely. I mean, who doesn't look at their mobile phone and who doesn't look at the program when you are looking to see what's coming up next in the, in the, in the
1: opening ceremony? Have you ever met a Royal? No. If you were in the Commonwealth Games, what sport would you be doing? Mm.
0: You know, I kind of... Mm. They don't have four-wheel driving in <laughs> Commonwealth
2: games. <laughs> forward driving
1: i'd probably do one of those pretty ones like the ribbon twirling or the hoop spinning or whatever. <laughs> something yeah. a bit more girly because i'm not really into um you know that swimming and running and have, stuff i think we should
0: i think we should put a petition out there to have motorsports in the commonwealth games
1: <laughs> whatever we're gonna have a song break this is sailor his eyes on the sparrow enjoy
0: His eye is on the sparrow here on Faith FM, and we have another clue for our
1: quiz. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Our first clue was, I was told not to let Joab's grey head go down to the ground in peace. Mm-hmm. Clue two is, I am also known as Jedediah.
0: Well, there you go. That one would have stumped me.
1: Yeah, same. I've never even heard that name before, Jedediah. I've heard Jebediah, but not Jedediah.
0: That one, that, that clue would definitely, if you started there, I would have been, I have no yeah. idea who this is.
1: I have to lead with that one next time. Uh, they, get, they get a lot easier. The next one's getting pretty easier. And the one after that is like, oh, this is a no-brainer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got a story this morning. Okay, Mon, think about this. Um, mm-hmm. Think about travel for a moment. What's the <gasps> fastest you have ever traveled?
1: Uh, on land or in air or in sea? What's the
0: fastest you've
1: ever travelled? It would have to be in air, and I have no idea. Whatever, however fast a commercial What's the fastest jet. Fastest you've course. ever
0: travelled on land?
1: Oh, I think two hundred and twenty kilometres an hour. Yeah.
0: In Germany on the autobahn?
1: <laughs> no, unfortunately, the car I was driving the autobahn couldn't quite make that. It was actually in Australia in a guy in a HSV. I think they were called back then. They were quite yes. the rage back in uh, the early yeah <laughs> It okay, was actually so such a smooth drive, I didn't even notice how fast we were going. And then I realized, hang on, we're passing so this was, this cars. this was something that was highly illegal oh, and super, super and illegal,
0: incredibly dangerous.
1: Yeah, this was in Western Australia.
0: Yeah, so this was this was in a, a situation un, unlike the German Autobahn. Yeah, no. Nah. So uh,
1: yeah,
0: okay. How fast have you gone? I uh, uh, will not mention that.
1: Aye, by your own self, I bet.
0: Now, the fastest I've ever gone on the road was um, I wasn't driving once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm slightly faster than what you were going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Naughty! I hope there's no police officers. This yeah, week. well, you know,
0: these are when you, to be honest, um, young and stupid, okay. and really, really stupid because mm-hmm. we do not have um, the road systems that they have in Germany mm-hmm. that are set up for all
1: the vehicles, the, the
0: high that high speed, mm-hmm. and we do have um, a lot more wildlife in this country. Mm-hmm. And if you hit wildlife at speed like that, you're done. It's just like lights out right there. So it's just a Germany also has a lot stricter
1: laws about vehicles. You know, every car has to be taken over the pits every year. All these kind of like much stricter laws so that the quality of cars overall is a lot higher. So they're able to pull off those speeds. But I'm sure you've done a lot faster than that in the air.
0: Yeah, we all have. Uh, You know, how fast is a as a um, jet airliner goer?
1: I'm Mm -hmm. not
0: sure which one the fastest one I've been in. And uh, what speed it was actually doing. However, if you were to travel Mm -hmm. at the speed of light, Mm -hmm. okay, so that's that's like really really three hundred thousand kilometers per
1: second. Wow, okay, Okay. that's really
0: fast, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can travel at say three hundred thousand kilometers per second, how long do you think it would take you to get to Icarus, which is a star that has just been discovered?
1: Oh my goodness! And it
0: is a blue supergiant, and it is this—it this, is the star, the furthest away star that has ever been seen from
1: oh um, from Earth. It's the furthest away. The
0: Furthest away. And um, how long it would take you to get there, traveling at the speed of light? Oh. Now, bear in mind that the moment you travel the speed of light, eternity has already happened. And the faster you go, time actually goes backwards. So, you know, this is
1: my mind is already blowing. So, three hundred thousand. Kilometres or miles, did you say? Kilometres. Per, per second. And it's the furthest away, I don't know, like uh, like an hour? No. A two hours? No. Yeah, a bit more, a bit more. 24 hours? Uh, no. 48
0: uh, hours? 9.3 billion years. What? <laughs>
2: how,
1: how would I even get a telescope big enough to spot that thing?
0: Um, it's been seen from the Hubble Space Telescope and uh, they've you know, discovered new techniques where they can um, use the, how light bends, okay, so light curves, uh-huh. and they've been able to use that curve in the light to be able to magnify so that they've actually found this star, which is the furthest star that's ever been seen.
1: But this star might not even exist anymore.
0: No, it could have blown up 9.3 billion years ago. <laughs> right.
1: Okay, maybe, yeah. yeah. it could have done. It's true, actually.
0: Because tomorrow they could look at it and it's like, oh, it's not there anymore, it's a black hole now. Fair enough. And that would have all happened 9.3 billion years ago, unless when God created the stars, mm-hmm. he created the light at the same time. All my, the way all the way to here.
1: My mind is just so, like, turning over right now.
0: <laughs> so, basically, uh, you know, there's a possibility that we are looking back here in time. And then you have, so that's Icarus. Mm-hmm. Then you have EGS-ZS8-1.
1: That's a terrible name for a star. I could have my a star. own name. That's oh, a, it's
0: that's not? A, that's, a, that's, a, that's a galaxy.
1: That's a that's still a terrible name for anything, to be honest.
0: Okay, so Icarus was 9.3 billion light years away. That's just one star. Galaxies, we can see further away because they're bigger. Uh-huh. Okay, so EGS-ZS8-1 mm-hmm. is 13.1 billion light years away. So traveling at the speed of the light is going to take you 13.1 billion light years to get there.
1: That's... That's amazing. This
0: is a huge universe. You know what the Bible says? Let me just read to you what the Bible says. The Bible says that God created all these things. The Bible says that God not only created all of these things, but he named every star that is out there.
1: And I'm sure he, he gave it a better name than that. Sorry? I'm sure he gave a better name than that. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah. I don't think the guy's like, oh, I'm gonna call this one EGS-ZS8-1. Doesn't sound like a uh, um, Something that I might write
1: to them and suggest they name it M- M- the Monocanean Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, you think, think they like that? Why not? Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, the Bible says, um, and God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven divide the day from the night, let them be for signs and for seasons, for days and for years and let there be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and it was so and God made two great lights the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night, he made the stars also I like how the Bible puts it here Moses, you know, writing the book of Genesis under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he talks how that during the creation week God created the sun and the moon Mm -hmm. and uh, we would assume the planets as well Mm -hmm. Um, And then he goes on having said, okay, on this particular day, God made the sun and the moon. There's this added piece where it says, and he made the stars also. Mm -hmm. There are those who assume that nothing existed before the creation week. So you go back 6,000 years and for eternity past, God lived in a world, in a universe that was devoid of anything.
1: Which doesn't. And having
0: lived there for eternity in a universe devoid of anything, one day he said, I'm going to create something. And so he started to speak things into existence.
1: Mm, that doesn't make any sense.
0: No, God is a God of love. And we find that the Bible teaches that the universe is full of uh, planets and creation and life. And mm-hmm. life existed in the universe long before it existed here on this earth. And so he adds this piece on there where it says, and he made the stars also. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just saying, okay, if you want to know who made all the stars out there, God made those, but in creation week, he made the sun, the moon, and our earth.
1: So you're saying that he could have created all these stars billions of years before he actually got around to creating our earth and our little system. Yeah.
0: If you go to Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, The Bible says God who at different times in different ways spoke in past by the fathers to the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things and by whom he made the world's. So this time is talking about planets, not stars. So the Bible says that God made the stars. The Bible says God made the planets. God's the Bible says that God is a God of love, um, and the Bible teaches that those planets, uh, many of those planets out there are, uh, you know, planets where different beings live. We don't know exactly who, but we do. At the very least, we know that there are, you know, several. 100 million angels out there uh, in, in various types and in various uh, shapes and forms. And so God wasn't just sort of yeah you know, hanging out by himself and uh, getting bored, so to speak.
1: So you would say that you believe in aliens then, right? Of course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Aliens are simply, uh, angels are aliens.
1: Uh, fair enough. Because they don't live on this earth. I mean, they hang out on this Earth,
0: but they they're not from this Earth.
1: Definitionally, an alien is anything that's just not from planet Earth, yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. So even God is an alien per se, really?
0: An alien who wants to be your best friend.
1: Because alien, I don't like calling a God an alien, because it's, true, because it's sort enough, yeah. of like,
0: well, you know, God wants to be our best friend.
1: Yeah. A- yeah.
0: And an alien sort of sounds and feels like somebody who's separated from mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And huge God is different. not separated mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. God came to this earth, and God took the form of man, and the form of a servant. The Bible says, and being found in the form of a servant, He gave Himself up to die on the cross for us Amen as a sacrifice for us and so he loves us and he relates to us and that's what God did on our behalf
1: well, we are going to have a song break. This is Michael Carr, Joseph's song. And after that, we're going to be back with a very interesting young guest.
0: Yes, we have uh, Pastor Jasper, whose last name I can't pronounce.
1: Yeah, let's not bother. He's, nah, we'll get him to tell us how to pronounce it properly. But he's our resident millennial missionary this morning. And he's going to tell us all about his work doing our media ministry.
3: How could it be, this baby in my Sleeping now so peacefully, the Son of God, the Angel said, How could it be? Lord, I know He's not my. You. Mm-hmm.
0: Michael Card with Joseph Song here on Faith FM. We have a very special guest who is joining us in the studio today, Pastor Jasper. Pastor Jasper, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I was going to uh, call you by your last name, but I was afraid I was going to mispronounce it. So how
4: do we pronounce your last name? My last name is pronounced Ithoryaga. Okay. Yes, I'm Where very, is that very, from?
0: Very, very glad yes, I didn't try that one.
4: Spanish, because we're colonized by the Spaniards, right? Okay. Where's yeah. where 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 we're colonized? The from? Philippines. Ah, yeah. the Philippines. Okay.
0: So three hundred years is from the Philippines. And where do you live now? I live in a
4: suitcase.
1: <laughs> you live in a suitcase. I must be um yeah. a little bit crampy.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't, I don't. Whenever people ask me that, I don't really know where to point them.
0: Okay. So you're a professional <laughs> couch surfer.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd okay. say that.
0: Yeah. yeah, fair enough. And uh, how long have you been uh, a professional couch surfer for? For about close to two years. Yeah. Okay. So you've been a uh, no fixed address for two years. Now, no. um, you're a church. You're, you're a pastor. You're not a church pastor. You're a pastor. How do you do ministry as a couch surfer? Does, it, does being a professional couch surfer and just and, and and I hear you've been you know couch surfing the world?
4: Uh, how, how do you actually do ministry doing that? Um, so I used to be a pastor mm-hmm. for two years and then I left to pursue my passion to do more f- filmmaking. Okay. Yeah. So I do couch surfing, I guess preaching and uh, filmmaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what brings you here to Australia? Doing some filmmaking in Australia or. I am doing mainly preaching yes. in two different churches. Yeah, two in the next Yeah, next week. Yeah, okay, so we
0: about. If somebody wants to hear you preach uh, this weekend, where would they go? I'm going to
4: Fountain in the City this weekend. This okay, week. so that'll be in, in Sydney. Sydney.
0: Um, you'll find that on Key Street in. Um, mm, uh, I've forgotten the suburb now, but Ultimo? right now. Yeah. Ultimo. Key Street in Ultimo. And uh, if you go to Key Street It's like a tiny little street And you'll find the the, uh, sign Right there on the street It won't Mm. be hard to find
1: It's a great street And while you're there
0: Go and say hello To my good friend Byron Who is uh, pastoring down there Right That's a great guy So yeah Absolutely Fantastic Okay so you're here in Australia Preaching And you're going to be Travelling to um, Broome I hear
4: Yeah yeah I'm doing a trip From Broome To Darwin On a van Oh, that sounds ten amazing! Days. Ten days from I'm yeah. oh,
0: super jealous. You know, most Australians want to do that, but most of us haven't. Right, I've heard. Yeah. And what will you? What will you be doing? Will you be? Will you, is this just
4: tourism, or you're doing some ministry while you're doing that? Yeah, I'm doing it. am joining my cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he sold everything and bought a van, and so he asked me if I could join him up. and I had like free ten days, and so I'm joining him for yeah, ten why days.
0: Why not? Why not? You're gonna do some photography and film.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filming, and I'm trying to do a vlog, daily vlog of what the uh, van life looks like in a day you uh-huh. know, traveling yeah.
1: now Jasper you're quite skilled at um, making the gospel <clears throat> go viral but I do want to hear a little bit about your background like how did you know how did you first decide that you're going to you know go and do ministry and become a pastor and then how did that mm. eventually segue into a media ministry that you now do traveling the world
4: right um, I think like five now 17 years old, that's where I guess it started. I was not really active in the church. My father got converted into church, joined the church, but then uh, it took us time for my family members to really get to the church. After uh, long years of Bible study, we decided to to go and join the church, but I was not having a really an intimate relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when I was in college, I, before the enrollment for the second semester, I took biology. It was a nursing dropout. And so when I took uh, the enrollment, before the enrollment, I woke up in the hospital. Oh, what? And then uh, the doctor said I had a tumor in my brain. Oh, my. And then that's where that's I guess it started.
0: Severe. Yeah, yeah.
4: Okay, so You got this
0: brain tumor, and uh, you seem to be fit and healthy now what did they do would they cut the top of your head off and cut it out or? yeah um, you
1: were just 17 right 17 with a brain tumour
4: yeah yeah and uh, I it was a long story but then it started as a father telling me that I should become a pastor I didn't really agree with that. But <laughs> yeah, he was he forced me to do it. And if you have an Asian parent, you, know, you, you really have, have no to choice. That's right.
2: yeah. <laughs> and they tell you
4: what your career yeah. is going to be. Yeah, so when I, you know, no choice, went to college, as the theology. Wait, major. wait, 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 wait. Back up a back. Back up back. Do you still have this brain tumor? No, no, no more. And this is what happened, right? Okay. I went to. uh, to the college yes. Found Jesus there And every six months Every time they do checkups On my brain They found that the tumor Is getting smaller and smaller When I was 20 years old The tumor is completely gone And what caused the tumor To go away? I have no idea Like It it just happened It was gone What did the doctor say? The doctor Was also astonished by it Because There's no I did not do any You know They did not open my brain I did not drink any medication it was just yeah it's gone praise God yeah praise Jesus that was, that was a a miracle, miracle. Right there. I was not yeah. even a vegetarian during that time I was not healthy uh, and so That's I can't say it's because of me on And
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the Lord clearly had a purpose for you and he needed you uh, right. alive for that purpose right so you then like you said you did a pastoring for two years and then you started mm-hmm. traveling yeah and tell us a little bit about some of your travels, actually. I'm very intrigued because I know some of the places, because I follow you on Instagram. By the way, if you would like to see some of his incredible oh, yes, yes, photography and videography, check out, what's your Instagram, Hamill? P-S-T-R yeah. Jasper?
4: P-S-T-R Jasper.
0: Okay, let's get that up on uh, Facebook. on our Facebook page so that um, we've got that up. Okay, that's already there. All right, perfect. And then you <laughs> also
4: have a, a YouTube channel, don't mm-hmm. you? It's called Tell Them Ministry. Okay, tell
0: let's them. get that up on our Facebook page as well yeah. so that you can go and check that out because there's some amazing videos videos on the uh on your youtube channel of some of the experiences that you've had right. in various countries around the world
1: mm-hmm. i'm particularly interested in one of the uh, episodes i saw on your youtube channel um it was a, a jungle school
4: yeah. yeah so right um so after i began pastor for two years i went said you know what i want to be a filmmaker uh-huh. and so i decided to just travel around do films for uh and make mission stories, you know? Mm-hmm. And one of it is one of the jungle schools. Uh, we went to a jungle called Pura Injaya. And so we met with this so this a lot is, of this kids. this is the
0: other, the other side of Papua New Guinea.
4: Right, yeah. yeah here in Australia,
0: we know a lot about Papua Only New Guinea. Only Papua New Guinea, yeah. But we don't know
4: anything about Injaya. Yeah. So there's two sides, Papua Indonesia and Papua New Guinea. And so yeah. I went to Papua Indonesia. Have you went been to both sides? Um, no. Okay. No And so I went to, to the jungles And stayed there For a few, few days And then Yeah it changed my life and that was That was just an amazing Amazing experience Why did it change you a lot? Because there's a lot Of just missionaries You know well, I used to be I was a pastor Back then And I'm not in no way downgrading the work of a pastor. It's mm. an amazing job. But when I was there, I saw these pastors walk up to eight hours a day. They would just visit village upon villages. And here I am, I was in Jakarta complaining about the traffic <laughs> and you know, how bad the board meeting yeah. was and first, all that kind of first stuff.
0: World, first, first world yeah. problems.
4: Yeah, and so I realized that there's just so many things to do in the field. And I was young. I had all this energy. And why am I, you know, like, why am I just staying here and And, and
0: you made a documentary about the... Uh
4: the jungle yeah, yeah it was a vlog actually it was um, so usually when you see mission stories you you usually see you know the the, the oh it's finished the product is finished already a oh, beautiful job bro you know mm-hmm, but yeah. we don't see the behind the scenes of the struggles of sure, people in sure. the jungle so yeah. I did that you know we walked for a couple of hours we get stuck in the jungle and all kinds of stories yeah mm-hmm.
1: can I just ask um, how did you learn like how did you learn your videography skills
4: yeah that, that's interesting Interesting because I never had a videography background, like zero background at all. But I was very—I uh, took the counsel in the Bible: "Those who are faithful in the least shall be faithful in much," and. I took that by heart and I you know start with a phone you know like in YouTube there's free tutorials I would watch 15 minutes of YouTube tutorials a day and this is where I learned you know slowly because mm-hmm. I was faithful in little things that God has given me opportunities to do great things It's amazing, know, with it's, a amazing camera.
0: it's amazing the great things that millennials are doing with, uh, with mobile phones these days right, so yeah. you've graduated from there and you've got some uh, better equipment than your mobile phone now yeah
4: yeah yeah and
1: uh, didn't y- one of your first videos have like 1.5 5 million
4: views yeah there was a time where I did mission work and I uh, had 3 days off and so I went to this beautiful island called El Nido in the Philippines and then all of a sudden the next day when I uploaded it it had millions of views and I was like, wow. wow and it's like if I could reach What's millions th- of people I could reach them out of My videos. Very quickly, what's the key to making a video go viral? Um, I don't know. Something is different, you Mm -hmm. know. And uh, I guess it went viral because it was really different. It was one of the first videos of the the place. You're
0: going to have to tell (laughs) us more about that when you come back in just a moment. Mm -hmm. But we're going to take a song break. And we're going to listen to Watermark, uh, uh, Captivate Us. Here on Faith FM And we're going to be hearing more about Jasper's amazing adventures And somebody who has widely travelled the world This is Watermark Captivate Us
5: Your face is beautiful And your eyes are like the stars Your gentle hands have healing They're inside the scars Your loving arms, they draw me near And your smile, it brings me peace Draw me closer, oh Call me close to Lord
2: TV.
1: Back to Faith FM. You are here with Lyle and Mon on the breakfast show, and our special guest this morning, Pastor Jasper, who is a millennial missionary traveling the world, making viral videos, spreading the gospel. Now, Jasper, oh, how you
0: spin that all together? A m- millennial missionary, missionary making viral, videos. viral spreading videos, spreading the gospel. Not everything I make is viral.
2: Well, yeah. the <laughs> intention is there, right? <laughs> yeah, the intention is. <laughs> the
0: intention is that the videos that you make are viral. Let's mm. not make the viruses viral. Right. Now, you travel right.
1: around to uh, various churches and various ministries and you sp- uh, you shine a light on often, um, you know, little herd ministries and what they're doing mm. and then you raise funds for them, you help um, you know, crowdfunding and that kind of stuff. I recently saw on your Instagram um, that you actually were in Asia and we're going to be a little bit careful about what we mentioned now in location terms, right. but mm-hmm. you visited a ministry that I, I have to be absolutely honest. When I was watching the videos on your Instagram, I was crying. Mm. They were so moving. Can you tell us a little bit about that ministry?
4: Yes. Yeah, so I went to a ministry somewhere in Asia. And it was a leper colony ministry. Mm. So found this couple who does missionary uh, work for the lepers. There were like fifty, sixty lepers there. Oh, my. Yeah, it was it was a it was, it was a life changing experience. And, I mean, it, I've I've done a lot of mission work in different places, taking care of the sick or you know. But this one is just another level. You know, mm. seeing lepers just. Their, their hands are no longer there, their eyes, you know, it's, they're in such a great pain. And, and they've been outcast from the, you know, community. No one really wants to accept now, them.
0: Leprosy is obviously a communicable disease. Uh, and yet there's, um, you're saying there was a couple that were ministering
4: to them. Yeah, um, it's not really that, you know, like you, you can't really be to have leprosy. You can't really have it. It's it. it's you need to stay with them for like five to ten years, I guess. So how long has
0: how long has the leper colony been running for?
4: I'm not sure, but
0: but and this cop has been there for five years already. Okay, so they are at the point uh, at a danger point
4: now. Then uh, I might, yeah, I might say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, cause I, I had to
1: admit when I was watching uh, the videos, I was a little bit concerned because the the lady ministering to them was washing, you know, their their handless limbs with her bare yeah, hands. Yeah, no gloves. No yeah, gloves, and I yeah. was like, oh, there's so much love um, in this right. action.
4: Hmm. Yeah, it was it was very difficult, and and for me it was really really difficult even to see it. But it was just 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 a loving ministry, It's just like Jesus in action, you know. Mm, mm, and you so know?
1: they take care of the lepers and they feed them. Yeah, mini- feed
4: them. And I'm not just talking about okay, we take care of them, like uh, feed them. They're really li- literally will wash them.
0: Okay, so this is in a country that we can't name. But obviously, that would make it challenging to be able to uh, to raise money for a project like that. How do you go How do you go about fundraising for a project? Right. Where the project is actually
4: illegal, right? Yeah, it is a little bit illegal. Not because it's it's not illegal because um, the because they're helping lepers. Yeah, yeah, but it's because, because it's there are foreigners <laughs> in the. And oh, it's Christian really? based. And yeah, they're
1: sharing the gospel with the lepers. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. that's
4: why it's a little bit of a. I've mean, I've never talked to them that I'm talking to the radio, so I'm just trying to be careful as not, yeah. Yeah, But yeah, if sure. we
1: jump on your on your social media accounts, we can find links to where we can donate and that kind right, of right.
4: Yeah, yeah. Personal yeah. message and know yeah, mm. stuff like that. And now
1: you are actually quite a bit of a, a miracle because you know we're all sitting here talking about you know travel and yada yada mm. yada and for Lila and I that is quite an re- easy reality, but for you, you're actually from the Philippines and you have a Filipino passport, right. which isn't usually that easy to travel the mm. world with. And so, I know from knowing you personally that you have many stories of miracles about how the Lord brought you into countries that you never thought you'd get into. Yes. Mm. Like, just recently, North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, what, we, what, how, what?
0: Tell me about North Korea. That's just like, okay. <laughs> and
1: yeah. after that, after North mm-hmm. Korea, I want to hear about your little experience there in the Czech Republic.
4: Right. Yeah. So I went to North Korea was interesting because ever since like I was really younger, I really want to go to North Korea. And so I was in China during that time uh, doing some meetings. And so right in the border, Mm -hmm. I was already there. And so I said, you know, I want to go to North Korea. It was difficult because I was a filmmaker and some of the tours they decline. so
0: you're a filmmaker and you're a Filipino yeah so <laughs> it's like
4: a number of ticks against your yeah, name in going it, was, to- it was a little bit difficult but then yeah a Chinese tour accepted me hmm so, yeah, the, she, she let me in for a day to North Korea. It was interesting. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And um, you bowed down to... Um, yeah, it was interesting because uh, everyone <laughs> is required to bow down to King. What's that? Kim jong un statue. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was interesting. Did you pretend to tie a shoelace? No, no. It was... It was <laughs> I told the tour guy that I'm not going to bow down. I believe in the Bible. I'm sorry. And she was like, if you choose to disrespect our supreme leader, then it's your choice. And so she said, on the count of three and then she counted and then everyone bowed down except I stood up and I was like the feeling of Daniel 3 but, <laughs> but no no fiery furnace yeah. tell <laughs> us about it, the Czech Republic
1: that. I love this story you're gonna love this story Lyle you're okay. gonna love right. it
4: All right, right. so I went to the, I was uh, Lineage Journey one of my friend Clive was mm-hmm. here did yep. an interview so I was doing uh, a cinematographer and they really need me to go back I was already in Europe I was. I need to go back because I only have a thirty-day visa for for Germany, mm-hmm. and so they brought me back. But I need to finish the film, mm-hmm. and there's more filming, and I was going to Czech Republic, and so I went to to the embassy of the Czech Republic, and they asked them if they could allow me to go get a visa. But again, I don't have any bank account, and I don't have any cash with me. And you don't to have show a fixed
0: address, yeah.
4: And you're a professional couch surfer. Yeah, and then they need to—they tell you, you know, you need to establish that you have businesses or whatever. That you, you're coming back. You're not going to stay there. Mm-hmm. And so I told them that hey, I don't have all these things. And so they asked me what's the purpose why I'm going. I said I'm filming John Huss. Mm-hmm. And so when I came in, the the one of the consulate guys who's in the higher ups in the embassy asked me for a private meeting. And so he sat me down and he said, hey, let's talk. And he gave me an hour lecture about John Huss. And I sat there listening about the history of John Huss.
0: Oh, so this guy was keen on history himself and keen on the history of his own yeah, country. Yeah, apparently
4: if you're Czech, like, Huss is like a superhero Oh, or yeah, he yeah. is.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No question. I and mean, so he was, he, so he was so somebody who,
4: who stood against the world. Right. Yeah And so He was so interested about Knowing why is this young boy Interested about Going to John You know like a millennial Why would he Why would he go A on?
0: millennial Filipino of yeah. Why That's you know, the the world wants to
1: Film John Huss Film John, John Huss. Huss Why is he <laughs> Yeah because the
0: average Aussie out there I mean if you're listening in um, Let us know If you've ever heard of John Huss before The average But uh, you know right. John Huss
1: was just An amazing
0: hero Of Christianity Right And he was Czech He was Czech Yeah And he was eventually uh, Put to death Because of his uh, uh, Belief in salvation by grace alone
1: Yeah
4: Exactly why we're going there to film. And so I told him that. And then after the lecture, I said, would you give me a visa? And he was like, I'll think about it. And so... I told him, um, yeah, I mean, if you just text me and all that kind of stuff, and then he, he, he asked me a question before I left, and he said, why are you interested about knowing John Huss, and what gives you this inspiration? Where do you get this information and inspiration from? Yeah. And so I told him, well, I got this book, The Great Controversy, in my bag, pull it out, and opened the chapter, Huss and Jerome, and yep. gave it to him. Yep. And he said, if you could read it, it's just an amazing book, you can have it for free. And he was happy, and I left the room, and then a few days after, you texted me, say, "I've read the book. It's an amazing book. I'll give you a visa."
0: Oh
2: wow, that's fantastic! <laughs> Isn't that a good
1: story? Lol? Yeah. So I left
4: the next day. I left to Prague to, to yeah. yeah, beautiful city. So, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, lovely yeah. city. And uh,
0: oh wow, did you uh, did you get to film in Bethlehem Chapel? Um, where, yeah, yeah, the site of the old
4: amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the most amazing experiences in Europe. Yeah. Yeah sure
0: yeah so they've rebuilt uh, John Huss's original chapel mm. there and you can go there and see it and see some of the memorabilia that is there in the chapel it's a right. it's a, just a fantastic place mm. to go okay so wh- how many other countries in the last two years while you've been a professional couch surfer how uh, how many countries do you, have you been I think
4: in? I, I lost
0: count I think it's 30 31 yeah and, and and it seems that you gravitate towards some of the more difficult Dangerous. countries yeah I was, yeah. I was I,
4: you know what are some of the countries that are on your bucket list um um, I wanted to go to Syria, or again, like last night we talked about Iran. I want to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so some of
0: these places, some amazing sites there, and some amazing hmm. uh, opportunities Cinema, yeah, for yeah cinematography filming. you'll be able mm-hmm. to do. Um, you know, it's, uh, hopefully there's still something left of uh, Syria when you get there.
4: Yeah, hopefully.
1: Well, thank you very much for joining us in this studio today. Once again, uh, yeah. if you would like to see or hear or watch more of um, Young Pastor Jasper's work, now you're already 27, aren't you? So you're yeah. quite the inspiration for millennials who are wondering how to use their skills. Oh, by the way, where's, where's your next stop
4: after Broom? Um, I might I might go to Congo, but that's a little bit dim. So I'll probably go to the Philippines. talking about some
0: dangerous places. There's like you know, there's thirty thousand child soldiers in. Uh, yeah, I've heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you never quite know where God's got you going next, no, which is no. part of the excitement. So you can jump on Instagram. It's p s t r Jasper, and then also on your YouTube channel, which is what is it again?
4: Tell them ministry.
1: Tell them ministry, and then throughout the year, you also have various fundraisers. You even have. Um, a calendar that you sold out of now but I managed right. to get a last copy I think so, yeah. <laughs> so you stay on top of uh, his ministry it's a wonderful opportunity to to see what God is doing in, in different pockets of the world and also to be part of them and to support thank you so much for coming in Pastor Jasper and thank you all the best on your next adventure
4: God bless <laughs>
6: Hi, this is Luke from Oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at Oztabletalk.com.au. That's Oz as in Australia, AUS. Tabletalk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. Cool.
0: I'm so glad that's recorded because I wouldn't write that down. Yeah. yeah. So someone called it a care package there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>